B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. What's your favorite part of going to Chick-fil-A? <laughs> All Eating of it. it. <laughs> I'll tell you those sandwiches, the Chick-fil-A sandwich, the number yeah. one, is the most photographical sandwich ever. I cannot, every time I go to Chick-fil-A, I cannot help but take a picture of yeah. it. <laughs> Beautiful. My favorite part of Chick-fil-A is just the pure efficiency. I mean, to the point now where I, when we're driving, I order it on my phone, uh-huh. and then you just do the pickup pick through up. the drive-through. Yeah, well, I don't even do the pickup through the drive-through because sometimes that line's too long. You pull into the space. So, what number are you at? Uh, two. Take it mm-hmm. out. Even if the line is long, they're so efficient. Right, get you. I'm right. not afraid of a Chick-fil-A line. I've never been yeah. unafraid of a line before. Yeah. Well, uh, something recently got added to the Chick-fil-A kind of drop-off experience that I think is going to make things inefficient and uh, we're going to have to have a discussion. Uh-oh. I did the you know the mobile order, pull up to the spot, put my number in, and uh, dude, buddy, kid comes out with our food and uh, he's like, okay, here you go. Hey, have you seen the tenant yet? And I was like, are you talking I, to me, kid? Are you talking to me? Yeah, are you a person that's talking to me right <laughs> oh now? Oh my gosh. I'm like, no. He's like, oh, well, I, I saw it. I mean, it's really good. If you like Christopher Nolan and his observation on uh, a distorted reality, you'd really like that movie. I'm like, can I leave? Oh, no. I'm like, what? what is happening? Like, you trying to make small talk? I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Just trying to be nice, man. so weird, but though. I, I can understand maybe if I'm in the drive-thru and the line's long and it's not going anywhere and you got nothing going on, I got nothing going on, sure. But I've already received my food in that parking space line i don't want to sit here and have a, like a pop culture conversation all right and let's, however let, let's back this up can we ahead, back this up please? one second yeah you got chick-fil-a on a tuesday <laughs> who's living their best life here like chick-fil-a for me is reserved for fridays it's the weekend it's okay to let loose a little bit we eat chick-fil-a three times a week minimum uh, my house minimum too. three times a week Kara, i've seen it drex has like seventeen thousand chick-fil-a points yeah like if i would i would wrestle your phone from you if we were near a chick-fil-a i would wrestle you for it go on i've, I've got you by like 60 pounds might That's, be fun to videotape yeah, i want to be a fly on the wall for Continue. that one. I, I eat chick-fil-a <laughs> i win that battle uh uh, well, I was going. I forgot. Like you were talking about kid, Tenet, You're yeah. in the spot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, the um, I'm in the spot. The kid's talking to me about pop culture. I'm like, can I leave right now? Who are you? Why are you talking to me? However, if this is going to be a new thing, let us know because then I can bring my A game. You know what I mean? I think half of the reason I was upset is because oh. this kid starts spitting out pop culture knowledge to me, and he wants to have a conversation. I'm blindsided by up. this. Yeah, I couldn't keep up, Kara. Mm-hmm. You wanted to be prepared with talking points. Right, absolutely. If, if we're going to have a conversation, let's have a conversation. Let's were, do this the right were way. Were you not, like, all right, if somebody said that to me, if, if that, I mean, that's so weird. Yeah. For anybody, really, to share that. Yeah. But if somebody dropped that on me, I'd be like, got to see that. I got to see the movie now. Like, if somebody loves that movie so much... I was just going to say, maybe it was such a great movie that it really stuck with this person, and they want to sing it from the mountaintops. How many people, during the course of the day, did that kid push that movie on? Oh, Yeah, is it getting paid by the studio? No, I mean, now it it feels like propaganda, and I'm definitely not going to see it. Now I'm really out, and I'm really turned off by this. Christopher Nolan has done some really mind-boggling films, my my friend. Memento... 
uh, the movie about it's insomnia. It's about you not and, You and Callan just need to go and yeah. have your little Chick-fil-A sandwich and watch a movie together. Have a blessed day. <laughs> the 98.5 80s, 90s, and now, hello, I'm Tad. Good morning, Drex. Good morning. Good morning, Kara. Good morning. Can I make a bipartisan statement? Sure. Both Joe Biden and Donald Trump need to learn how to debate better. If they're going to do two more of these themselves, there's three total more, but yeah. one's a vice president. If they're going to do this again, they have to, like, a really, really, really pinky promise to agree to the rules. Two minutes, let the person talk. Then the other person talks for two minutes. It's easy. Come on. If you can't do that, how can you do anything? Was that the issue, Tad, or was it the moderator's fault for not asking the right questions? <laughs> I, I lean more towards that. That's why I've crafted three questions. These questions should have been asked last night and would have made the debate a lot more fun and it would have taken people from the fence onto the perspective parties. All right, I got an idea. Yeah. Why don't you ask those questions? Yeah. Kara and I will debate these questions oh, like civilized human beings. Okay. We won't call each other clowns. We won't tell tell each other to be quiet. Uh, that's kind of been, that's kind of fun though. But uh, anyways, all right. So yeah, ten second debate. I'll ask you guys these three questions. You get ten seconds each to to make your ten stance. seconds. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, this one's starting with Kara. When someone describes a situation as nuts, is it a cashew or a pistachio? Oh, it is clearly a pistachio because you have to crack the shell, and they're always super difficult to crack. So it's going to be the pistachio. Tad, over to you. The very definition of nuts in 2020 is reaching your dirty, filthy, virusy hands into a can of nuts. Pistachios come in the shell. It's their own PPE device, their own <laughs> N95 mask. <laughs> so clearly, a situation when it's nuts, Tad. it's a cashew. Hard to argue with that. Question number two, Tad, and we'll start with you. Who was the hottest golden girl and why is it B. Arthur? It's not. It's Betty White. Why? She's alive. Next. <laughs> Kara, your rebuttal. I actually agree with that statement. I do not think B. Arthur is the hottest of the Golden Girls. I agree that it is Betty White. She was a beauty queen, and she is still alive, and she's clearly the funniest of all of them. You could say Rue McClanahan just because she's she's very, you know, she plays it very, uh, she's very um, accommodating Seductive. to the yeah. men folk. But I'm, <laughs> Betty White. But I'm the, mo listen, I'm the moderator here. You guys ignored <laughs> the question. Gone off the Nobody rail. got that one right. Third and final <laughs> question for our 10-second debate. And I said, if these questions were asked last night... It would have been a lot more fun. Here we go. Tad, starting with you. Should the word hootenanny continue to be capitalized in police reports? <laughs> um, I didn't know it was, but if it is, I think that's a little redundant. Like, if uh, the, the word hootenanny is, it describes the situation well enough, and I cannot stand all caps. Some people do their Facebook page all caps. No mas. Kara, should the word hootenanny continue to be capitalized in police reports? Absolutely it should. A hootenanny is a big party, and it needs to be emphasized with a capital H. Follow-up question, is hootenanny your favorite Appalachian uh, colloquialism? Colloquialism. Colloquialism, right? Uh, my answer is no. Brigady. I prefer brigady, which is uh, Appalachia for egotistical. A young man acting brigady again. Um, I would also agree that no, that is not the best 
Appalachian colloquialism, tater hole. <laughs> Thank you very much. Do we much. need a definition for tater hole? Do you know what a tater hole is? It's where you keep your potatoes down underneath the floorboards. We both looked up Appalachian words, obviously. Right. <laughs> it's a cellar. <laughs> Big fan of the tater hole. Who wins the debate? Kara with tater Get out of here. Full tater oh, hole. She oh, she gets well. Okay, fine. <laughs> B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now the one word that I think everybody's using to describe last night's debate is embarrassment. <laughs> it was just a train wreck. It was horrible. It was horrible. It, it was why I personally watched because I knew it was right. going to be horrible. I had this scene of a movie playing in my head where it's like an old couple sitting at a booth in a restaurant and the husband orders soup and he's upset that it's too hot so he's going to send it back and the wife's <laughs> like, just wait a minute. It'll cool down. No, I'm going to send it back. Well, they're just going to bring out more hot soup. I don't care. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I promise this will only be 20 seconds, a clip from if you didn't watch the debate. This just so you know what all went down. This is basically 20 seconds that best describes. Let vote now. Are you pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know he doesn't you're want to a senator. The question. I'm not going to answer the question. Why because, would you answer that because question? Because the you question is, the question Supreme is, the radical question, left. Will you who shut is up, on, man? Listen, who is on your list, Joe? This Who's is on your so list? right. Gentlemen, is, I think this we've is ended so this. He's going to pack the court. We have end, no, no, no. Give a list. We have ended this segment. Mm -hmm. All right. So <laughs> it was really what they should do is for the next two presidential debates, because I really do believe that the vice presidential debate is going to be, we're going to be like, why aren't these two people running right. for president? Um, but uh, the, the only thing that they are missing from the presidential debates is when these guys, when they get announced and they have that moment where everybody's clapping and everything. Mm -hmm. These guys need, like, it's a wrestling match, so they need wrestling music. They need music to enter onto oh, the wow. stage for. Like, let's embrace this. So I came up with a couple of songs. Um, as Joe Biden enters, uh, this song would be perfect. We need you voting by mail-in. Creating a chance to see me Biden dirty. Gonna get Joe 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 Biden dirty. All right. Joe so Biden dirty. <laughs> I like that. I mean, appealing to the younger voter for sure. For yes. Sure. And then uh, they introduce President Trump. What you gonna do with all this Trump? All this Trump on campaign stunts. Don't let you keep your guns. Don't pay taxes. Keep your funds. Vote Trump, okay? Vote Trump, vote Trump, vote Trump. Uh-huh. Vote Trump, vote Trump, vote Trump. Vote Trump, vote Trump, vote Trump. Check it out. All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 724. Glorious sunshine today. High of 70. Can't beat it. 51 right now. What's up, Kara? Are you ready for another presidential motorcade? Because we're going to have one today. Vice President Pence speaking over at the Faith and Freedom Coalition Conference at the Cobb Galleria. Now he's going to fly into Dobbins Air Reserve Base around noon, and then the event takes place from 1 to 3. So we'll see those traffic areas pretty much in the same spots as we saw on Friday when the president was here. Wondering if the vice president gets the same exact treatment as the president, or is there is it slightly like one less security guard? 
I think Not he the, gets the same amount of security. Right. Like, does, yeah. he exact deal? does he have to wait to turn left on red? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just wondering if there's like one little thing right. that the vice president doesn't get that the president gets that makes the vice president be like, that son of a... <laughs> well, and do you sure think after something. last night, both the Kamala Harris and Mike Pence are going to be like... <coughs> <laughs> um, I'm sick. I need to take a couple days off. <laughs> I don't want to be seen in public. Like, they're like, can we make the vice presidential debate a presidential debate? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get a good feeling. Okay. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. You know, sometimes just a simple conversation can really change someone's life. That's exactly what happened to Joyce Silk. She's a supervisor of digital learning with Cherokee County Schools. And late last year, while at a Zumba class, she ran into her friend Allison, who is also a teacher, and asked about how her mom had been doing. Joy's mom had actually donated a kidney to a stranger, and Allison had a niece that was going to need a kidney transplant soon. And she wanted to kind of see how the recovery was going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of the steps that they were taking as a family. Well, through the conversation, they found out that Joy was actually a match for Maggie's niece. And she just kind of off the cuff said, well, just remember me when the time comes. Well, it turns out the time came much faster than anybody expected. Maggie is the 14-year-old niece of Allison who desperately needed a kidney. Wow. And it had just so happened that Joy was a match. And this Friday... The two will be going into surgery for Joy to donate her kidney to this young lady. Do we know who on the show of the three of us probably has the best organs? <laughs> Kara. Um, I'm going to guess Kara. Yeah, I think I would say overall. I, I mean, if you're looking at like too. lungs yeah. or kidneys or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Follow-up question. Yeah. Kara, is there anything we can do for you? I am an organ donor, but I'm not donating to you guys. Oh, what? you can't do that. If Ted you needed a kidney. If I needed a he kidney, you'd be like, guilt you into it. Yeah, you'd hold on to it for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Wow, my reputation is so bad. <laughs> even if I got, like, you don't even think I'd show appreciation. Oh, hush, you know like, I would um, give you both a kidney if I had to. I don't believe you. Oh God, <laughs> prove it, Carrie. You were telling <laughs> us a story about you and your husband. And him wanting to prank a friend of yours, but not doing it. And that was a bad thing. Okay. So over the weekend, my husband and I went to go hike Kennesaw Mountain, which is very not one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) It was probably the last thing I would have ever wanted to do. I've seen the pictures from that hike, by the way. And Kara is like... Yay. Yay. I'm miserable. Where's my Uber to get down? But while we were at the top of the mountain, we saw our friend Jennifer coming around the corner with this new guy. And I knew that Jennifer was going on this first date, but my husband wanted to kind of like creep up on her and ask, I thought you told me you were single, like in a funny haha pranking way. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Ryan, please don't do this. This is their first date. You don't want to go interrupt somebody on a first date. Like, that's not the move. Let them have a good time. We'll call her later and find out what happened and just tell her that we saw them. So did they even know that you were there? They didn't know we were there until after. So when we got home, we sent Jennifer a text message that said, we saw you guys. How did the date go? And she was like, wait, what? You saw me and you didn't come say hello? So now Jennifer, who we have on the phone, is mad at me because we didn't come and interrupt her. Ha! Jennifer. Yes. <laughs> so you're on this date. It was not obviously going so well. I could have used a little help on this one for sure. 
What was uh, happening on your side? Well, he was like nice and it was fine. It just the first thing I noticed that was a little bothersome um, was he showed up to hike in jeans. So the entire time on this date, I was thinking about how hot and sweaty like I was hiking and I was in like shorts and a you know a tank top. And I just kept thinking of how sweaty he must have been. And then he was going to try to kiss me at the end of the date. And I just couldn't like stop thinking about that. <laughs> you didn't appreciate like his raw denim? You didn't, you know, like he wanted to dress it, up for you. It was so weird. <laughs> I just couldn't get over it. You know, like we had FaceTimes before this and it was, you know, so I knew he didn't seem like a weirdo, I guess. But so I don't know. Wearing jeans? wearing jeans on a it hike? It was so Who hot out? jeans on a hike? Well, I like, mean, you obviously there was this so hot. I was pouring sweat. Ryan was too. I cannot believe I'm even hearing this, ladies. Seriously? <laughs> if I were dating, I've got so much else going against me to think that my selection in uh, legwear was going to be judged to the point where you're like, get me out of this. It's a, it's not, he's ruined the date because he's hot. It's his own comfort. You chose to go on a hike for your first date and you're going to wear jeans. He doesn't have a lady in his life to tell him how to dress. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, Jennifer, you're, you're essentially getting a Blake canvas that you can fix. And correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that ideal? Not for me, no. <laughs> is, that wanna, is that all I he did? I have to tell someone they shouldn't wear jeans on a hike when they're 30-something years old. I mean, it's I am in absolute shock right now. And I don't trust... If I was a guy, if I was a single guy listening to this radio show right now, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust... Going out on a date again. I mean, what in the world? What are you talking about? Dating is hard. And especially when you're in your 30s, you don't want somebody that can't choose a proper outfit for a date. Like, you want somebody who is up on their game and is knows what they're doing and wants to, like, wine and dine you. Not somebody who's going to show up in jeans and make you hike up a mountain. Give me an example for you, Kara, of because you were dating, obviously, before mm -hmm. you got married a year ago. Give me an example of, like, a dumb little thing that... You just were like, deal breaker, done, oh, I'm out. you conveniently forgot about the three-piece suit? What? The guy that showed up to my pool for a date in a three-piece seersucker suit? He's looking to pool? impress you? He's a gentleman. This is the South, and it was in the summer. With no bathing suit in the South in the summer in a seersucker suit. Three-piece seersucker suit. No, stop it, y'all. That is a deal breaker. He was memorable. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around how this is a deal breaker. As a man, I can't understand how something so little could be a deal breaker. And are there others? So little as being able to get up and dress yourself without somebody telling you what to wear? I, yeah, I'm wondering, Drex, you said, are there others? I'm wondering if it's just Kara and her friends. Oh, my like gosh. Super high focused on fashion where they're just like, you can't wear this. You can't wear this. You got to choose the perfect outfit. There's to go out somebody date. else out there that has had a date, a first date deal breaker that doesn't have anything to do with clothes. I guarantee it. All right. The, and the more ridiculous, the better right now. 404-741-0985. It was just this little tiny thing where you were just like, you know what? I'm out. Have a good night. You knew it was over when this happened. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Man, it's as if you told me that the sun rises in the west and sets in the east or that the earth is flat. 
And everybody around me is saying, oh, no, what, what, what? I mean, George, I know you feel the same way. We're like on this little dude island. Yeah, it's, it's hard to understand why, Kara, your friend uh, is not giving this gentleman a second date because he wore jeans on the date. Uh, what? That was just the thing that, like, broke the camel's back. It wasn't all consuming over just the jeans. They didn't have a great time together, but the jeans took it over the edge for her. She's not interested. Like, she finds it easier, your friend that we were talking to a few minutes ago, finds it easier to say it was the genes rather than really explore, like, it was his personality. All those things seem meaner. Well, I don't but think, I think she wants to hurt his feelings. We are on the radio. Guys would rather know straight <laughs> up. The genes, because the genes doesn't make sense to a man. If it was if it was a personality issue or something like that, we'd rather know so we can work on it. Can't work on the genes. I got to go pants shopping after the show. <laughs> uh, deal breakers. So you're hearing this. It was jeans for, for, for Jennifer. Mm-hmm. She said, after ah, jeans. Just going on a hike. It's a hot day. What was the deal breaker for you? Because I feel like if that's true, what else is true in this world, in this crazy, crazy <laughs> lunatic world? Alex and coming? Yeah. So I went on a first date with this guy who it was going pretty well. And we were having a nice time. And then he started talking about how... He had heard from his friend's father that, you know, jeans really weren't a classy thing to wear and they were beneath him. And so he just kind of threw them all out. He just failed to notice that I was wearing jeans. Ah. Oh, man. So I said, thank you very much and walked out. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, dude, you look fantastic in those pleated khakis. Good for you. Congratulations. (laughs) Amy and Ackworth. Oh, well, this is going to be the one to end them all. God, God. This was years ago before cell phones, so keep that in mind. I was in high school, and this guy asked me on a date, and he picked me up, and we went for a very nice hike. And in the middle of the woods, he stopped and started quoting scripture and told me that God told him that I was destined to be his wife. <gasps> oh. Good thing that he didn't say that God told him that you were going to be a sacrifice. That's what I was worried Wowie. about when you were telling that story. <laughs> no, no. His wife. And again, we were in the middle of the woods, no cell phones, so I had to quick make something up to get him to take me back home. So you guys are married now, I assume, because... Absolutely not. No, I... (laughs) All right. I guess if you're a single guy and you're listening to this show, I I would only say be very careful. Cross the T's, dot the I's. They're or, out there. Or the, Check with somebody about your outfit. Or the opposite. Just whatever your instinct is, right. do the opposite. Wear shorts. <laughs> yep. It doesn't matter if it's 20 degrees outside, yep. wear the shorts. It's Todd and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Good morning, 827. It is the perfect day. If you could take this day and just hit... You know, control C to copy it and then control V to paste, 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 paste. Well, you're in luck. It's going to be like this through like Sunday. Yeah. So. Sunshine 70s, 51 right now. Glorious. What's going on? Sweet Kara. Well, it's going to be what everybody's talking about today. Last night's debate. Oh, what a good time. 
I mean, it was a major dumpster fire, and nobody really knows exactly what either candidate was really talking about. So there's definitely not a winner here, except for maybe the late-night talk show host, Jimmy Kimmel. Really, it was a good debate. The candidates had a productive give-and-take. No, it was terrible. It was a terrible debate. I, I call it a nightmare, but at least during a nightmare, you get some sleep. And you can wake up from it. So we've got the vice presidential debate coming up next Wednesday. We'll see Vice President Pence and Kamala Harris go at it. Hopefully they'll be more um, refined than what we saw Guaranteed. last night. <laughs> Best thing I saw on the internet was, has anybody tried unplugging 2020, then plugging it back in to see if it would reset? Gosh, let's get <laughs> let's, a good yes, feeling. Yes, <laughs> please. I'm, I've never been more desperate for a good feeling. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. We got the Atlanta Braves opening up the postseason today at Truist Park. It's going to be a best of three game series against the Cincinnati Reds. No fans in the stands, but the entire thing will be over at Truist. So the Braves and the Reds haven't played each other in the playoffs since 1995 when we swept them and went on to win the World Series. So let's hope history is going to repeat itself. Let's just not get too, too excited. Remember... You're in Atlanta, mm. and this is sports. Okay. Do you remember what happened the first... Was it the first game of the playoffs, or was it the last game of the it playoffs? Was yeah, it was game five against the St. Louis Cardinals. And yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. The whole Redbirds thing might Hurtful. be a little bit of a sore subject right now. Man, you guys. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates, and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.